0: Andrea. Hey, Justin, how are you doing? And thank you for accepting to join my podcast today.
1: Ah, it's only but a pleasure. I'm, I'm doing well. However, I must say, after having watched the video she sent me yesterday, it got the cogs turning in my brain to the point where it actually kept me up in contemplation. Of the topic that we have to discuss today.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's good. So, before I'm going to start our topic today, I want to introduce you to everyone um, because I know you for such a long time, maybe over 10 years now, and you've been always like a mentor for me and one of the most inspirational people in fitness and health industry out there and I'm very thankful that you accepted to join me today and I hope everyone is going to learn and get lots of knowledge and motivation from what we're going to be talking today so guys this is Justin McGuire is for me he's like the one of the fitness in the world and uh you know, oh, you're too whatever, kind. whatever he has to say, you gotta take it on board because it will make so much sense and it's gonna completely change your life.
1: Oh, so, thank you, Andrea. Awesome. Yeah, no, Andrea's uh, she's been an absolute sweetheart of a friend and an amazing, uh, just person to know in my life as well. Um, definitely been there for me during the thick and the thin, and it's only a pleasure to be on your podcast today
0: thank so you, thank you. um before we will start our topic of the day which is stress adrenal fatigue and maybe we'll have a little bit of time to go into insulin resistance which is a very broad topic and you cannot cover in one podcast but maybe just going to give people the the, uh, the most important things out of it i want to hear a little bit more about you i want people to hear about you as a person, the way you started, how you, how you became so big, how so many people are following you and are, because and, I know you changed so many lives and you inspire so many people. So, tell me a little bit about you, how you started in this industry, if, uh, how you, because wow. if, if I know you did bodybuilding shows as well. So, there's a lot to talk about. So, I'll, I'll, I'll leave <laughs> it to your little bio.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's, that is a, it's a Hollywood feature. <laughs> ups and downs, ups and downs, and crazy times and good times. Um, how I started in this industry, uh, Andrea, I was, I was a troubled teen. Uh, so I had, I had a bit of a, um, I'm going to say, unsettled upbringing, uh, which caused me to act out. And I got into the gym industry. My mother got me involved, threw me straight in there, and uh, started training. And it was an outlet to get rid of a lot of aggression. Um,
0: I, I, I know all the rest, maybe, but I didn't know this early, early beginning.
1: Yeah, I was 15 uh, when yeah. I was working in the gym the first time. Okay. And uh, I earned my stripes. Like, I got paid the equivalent of 80 pence an hour wow. to pack away weight. And I'm talking about like tons and tons and tons of weight every evening whilst I was in high school. Um, yeah, and that, that took me right up until the end of high school. Then I went to university. Sorry, I went to college first and then I went to Technicons thereafter. Just got my diplomas and, you know, didn't stop there with the first one.
0: (laughs) When did you move to London?
1: Uh, I moved to London when I was 22. So I had already been working in the industry here for about three or four years in South Africa, Mm -hmm. thinking, you know, with a young ego that I knew it all. And I had absolutely no cooking clue about what I was doing, but I had a confidence in doing it, which was able to sell the service. Yeah, but but, um, it's already,
0: uh, it's, in fitness industry everyone has a big ego as we all know and this is yeah. maybe you can uh, tell us a bit later give them some little uh, some little uh, information how to get rid of this ego because it's not it's not very good it's, we cannot change yeah. industry. you just start this way
1: well I think you know i um, having been there and yeah. having fallen from grace, very hard, <laughs> very, very hard. Um, just, uh, all you do for yourself is when you when you embrace. Look, there's nothing wrong with a healthy ego that benefits yourself and others around you. But there's a big difference between a healthy ego and narcissistic behavior. Yeah, that's... and I'll be the first to admit that. Unfortunately, there've been times in my life where I did exhibit that behavior um, due to multiple factors. Uh, I think one of the more predominant factors is the anabolic steroid use that I used to a, to a very lengthy extent in my twenties, um, which a lot of people are now using as well, um, which wow, is causing is massive you're detriment. Actually
0: admitting about it, and this is such a brave act. They're actually talking free about it, and, and this is a, I'd love more people in <laughs> to be able to talk about it and see how mm-hmm. these things changed their lives, and then how they affected them.
1: Well, you know, it changed my life to the point where now I have to use hormone replacement therapy. Mm. I, I, my, my ludic cells are, have completely lost their function mm. because of the super physiological amounts of hormones that I had running in my bloodstream for so many years. Mm. Why did I do it? I think initially, you know, being a young man, I think most people, when they get into bodybuilding, let's be honest here, Um and, you think
0: Andrea, that the places where you did work in London for a while, like maybe affected you or got you into that mood or, you know, because it's this kind of cult that mm-hmm. in London and also in, in States and Iran, they kind of follow in bodybuilding, you know, if they don't mm-hmm. take this anabolic steroids, they are not part of the, the bodybuilding industry, which is completely wrong.
1: What's that, what's that famous saying? You're going to emulate the company you keep. Mm-hmm right and there's another, another very important saying in the bible that iron sharpens iron mm. right yes. and unfortunately it can also blunt your your your, your knife in life <laughs> sorry for <all> these analogies <laughs> but, then
0: i hear people um, have to take a lot on board from this because there's so many people who are in this situation now and they are living in denial
1: But I'll have to take the responsibility in saying that, you know, it was my decision to have that first needle going to my bum Mm. when I was 20 years old and to go along the road of anabolic manipulation and body augmentation. Um, And basically, through doing that, I just put out a frequency, a certain type of frequency to attract a certain type of person toward me. And the outcome of that was a lot of insecurity, a lot of judgment, um, which fueled Further ongoing anabolic steroid use, and that was pretty much, you know, a big factor to a very turbulent um, experience, but very much enlightening and very, very grateful. I'm, I am very grateful.
0: You know what, but having you had not, that opportunity you cannot get in light you cannot find the light if you don't go all the way to the bottom in the dark and I'm sure it's part of your journey and it made you who you are now and because mm-hmm. I know other than doing this you are, have so much knowledge about everything health and fitness related so
1: i <laughs> Well, I, I feel a bit anxious now that you put me on that pedestal. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I have a, I have a, a small, I, I, in my opinion, I have a small amount of knowledge of which I'm more than happy to share and hopefully enabling others with that knowledge to be able to create change and healing in their lives. But um, there's so much out there. Um, so by no means although I appreciate you calling me a guru and I really do especially coming you from are, a-
0: and let's still be like so he, you're a strength and conditioning coach you have a sort of a nutritional certification or degree as far as I know you mm-hmm. do therapy as well
1: yeah I've I've studied a little bit of everything, yeah, um, everything. I, I think we can sometimes get so lost in the labels that we forget about the person right
0: I know it's important people know that what you yeah. do I know what you've been doing and I know how many people's lives you transformed. So, uh, Other than this rough path, there is an amazing, amazing path that you did follow in terms of uh, studying and certificates. And they're very important. You cannot, you cannot work.
1: No, uh, most definitely. They're, they're vital. Um, you know, finishing up now, I've just finished up a higher certification and blood chemistry analysis. and am busy doing another one as well. Um, I've never stopped studying after school. Mm-hmm. Never did. And that was my saving grace. I think, um, in light of everything else, is that no matter how tough things got, I always studied. Uh, you now, to date, I have 13 diplomas and two BTEC degrees. Most people don't know about because I don't always, you know, there's no need to always, because at the end of the day, if, if, to me, they're only as valuable as the good work that you can do in others, right? Otherwise, you can have 100 degrees and be of no value to the world. Okay. So, there's a reason why I don't consider myself a guru. I, a way no I like to
0: consider yourself a guru. Let the others talk about.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think people consider me more nuts than anything else because I'm a bit of a weirdo I know in, in a good way.
0: Give people for free, and um, as a matter of fact, you created this banner mentorship, and you help other personal trainers to become to become the best version of themselves. And you're doing all these free courses, and you people learn so much out of it, including myself. Uh, mm-hmm
1: that's amazing
0: going to any other courses out there and getting all the certificates and i know how much you also give and you're trying to help people genuinely without charging them of course you also need to charge at some point because you gotta make your living but that's why for me it makes you this is also part of being a guru you know when i say guru
1: it's funny when you talk about money right and then it's always a touchy subject for so many people as soon as you mention money people's backs get up uh, especially in the fitness community, if oh, you're yeah. dealing with the general public, right? So the general public, like, oh, I got to pay for this, and then we'll sign the back. So. Um, but you know, the thing is, for me, when it comes to like financial reward, there's two schools of thought. One school of thought where it's a material gain, and the second school of thought is it enables experiences, and that's the, that's the road that I've taken later in my life, um, where. You know, I drive an old Golf 4, 2004 Golf 4, Things like a rust bucket, but it gets me to work and I'm happy. Um, I, I, had, I had so many fancy watches and, and fancy items of clothing when I lived in London. And nowadays, you find me in a pair of shorts and a gym tee, um, apart from sitting here, I try to bully myself up a bit for the, for the, uh, for the podcast, but yeah. generally...
0: This is, uh, this is God's touch in your life, and uh, it's so important yeah. to understand that happiness doesn't come from material things. They can enhance a little bit and make you feel better there, and there but it's just so, um, so, so time-consuming at the same time, and it doesn't last.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Material things do not bring a lasting, fulfilling happiness.
1: Definitely not. I think the only, only time selling material is really worth the spend is if, if it can enable further experiences. Right? So if you go out and you buy yourself, um, say now you like motorbikes, say now yeah. that's your thing, you love motorbikes and you want to go motocross, the experience of being able to go out there on the track and just for, yeah. Yeah. that is an experience and that, that's what life's about. You know, it's capturing the experiences and trying to capture as many as you can before we all exit this plane. Um, and let's face it, it's short. We don't live for very long.
0: Absolutely. So tell me a little bit. Now, you've been living in London for quite a while, maybe...
1: Ten years. Ten years yeah, just, yeah.
0: And then after that, you decided to move back to South Africa. How did you find it there? How was the reaccommodation?
1: Well, the events that led me to coming back home um, came about through self-destructive uh, means, as mm. which set myself up Reason as to why the self-destructive means manifest themselves is because I set myself up with too much stress.
0: Mm. And that's something we're going to talk about today.
1: Yeah, which, um, you know, <laughs> I just got to be so grateful. Um, as you know, I'm a Christian, um, so.
0: No, and I'm so happy that you are Christian or you became Christian. Because when I met you in you know, London a long, long time ago, and I was just uh, giving my life to God, and I was uh, and I was telling you about that, you were kind of laughing a little bit of me. And then when you were laughing, I looked, I was looking, at you and I actually said a prayer to Jesus, and I said, "One day, please, Jesus, come into His life." And then when you told me you became a Christian, I was like, "Amen."
1: Yeah, I tell you what. But the freedom, I don't know the freedom that it gives you
0: or not. But you know, it manifested and now and now with God's life uh, touch in your life, you are wow, you are like I cannot even like reconcile. <laughs>
1: I'm happy. I'm I, really happy.
0: You're happy um, and uh, you have an amazing aura around you, amazing wow. like goodbyes you're sending all the time. And this is just so so important in order to change people's lives. That so we need more love. We need more love and more positivity in this uh, in this messed up world. Unfortunately,
1: yeah. Unfortunately, the vibrations can be a little bit distorted at the moment. So, um, but unfortunately, as you know, you know, you've been through your own journey, oh, yeah. uh, and you can attest to this too. In order for us to be able to be, to be able to be in a position to help others, we need to have gone through those lessons ourselves. Oh yeah. Definitely. And, um, yeah, I mean, just to go back to answer your question as to like how sort of the transition was from London to South Africa, mm. well, in London, many people don't know this, um, but you know, I would sporadically, you know, every month, like one weekend a month, maybe one weekend every other month, um, try to comfort myself with recreational drugs in addition to using scrupulous amounts of anabolic steroids.
0: Like everyone, um, that. all the body
1: mm. Most yeah, most people don't talk about it, right? Most people deny it and say, oh, no, and they're frowned upon. And it's so funny how society is about alcohol and cigarettes they condone that. But when it comes to self-medication, um, it's, it's, it's extremely frowned upon. And, yes, it should be frowned upon to a certain degree, but it should also be understood. Um, any time a human being decides to put a toxin in their body to feel better, you have to know that there's something seriously wrong.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Right,
1: and that is what people are doing. And that's what I was doing. This uh, is
0: the way people relax in London. They sing the moment the weekend has come, and then they the, they want to get out of that roller coaster of the rat race they are into. They're gonna get the the alcohol going on. They're gonna get the recreational drugs going on. And that's it. This is life. We are relaxing ourselves. We need to enjoy life. This is the way people understand enjoyment in London unfortunately most of the big cities that I've been to and it's yep. it's a shame it's a shame. It's a
1: downward that. spiral it's a yeah. downward spiral into uh, destroying multiple areas of a person's life um, you know it caused a massive ridge within my own psyche psyche and psychological presence and reassurance that I of who I thought I was the person to being so confused and not knowing who I was anymore couple mm-hmm. that with way too much stress and um, Trying to live up to family responsibilities. Eventually, everything that's imploded um, ended up getting divorced, uh, ended up losing shares in the business that I had, Um, was accused of stealing money in the process, which I never did at all. Um, Every single cent that I ever spent with that business for the shareholders was actually signed off with the um, the share, what they call shareholder. A manager is basically a major share. One of the shareholders is the uh, authority to um, say yay or nay to any expenses. So everything was always signed off upon. Um, and I actually lost £95,000 worth of earnings and investment in that. Um, but yeah, you know,
0: people came out of the stress that you're going through uh, or the fact that you were not your best self and like kind of the, the the way you're feeling at that time dragged you into taking green decisions. Digital,
1: i had the wrong intentions going into the business the intention was to make more money um to try and live up to a perceived level of new responsibility which i thought that i had to do basically become more affluent to be able to support my newfound family but in doing that I lost light of what family really is and it's a blessing a blessing to be able to spend time with so I ended up spending very little time with them more time to try and run the business but the more that I tried to run after success the further it went away from me and eventually I I just lost is it really
0: success see like maybe God wanted to show you that, that that's like real real success.
1: No, definitely wasn't. Like I can tell you that much
0: success. So, you know, yeah. and I know you've been going through so much and I, I see the way you are, the way you look and the way you feel ever since you moved back to South Africa and you're a completely different person, your stress levels went down. You're just like so much more patient and, you're a completely different person really i mean for me you've always been an amazing friend in london but i know how busy you were you're like always like me couldn't do this that that which is normal everyone in london is the same it's called stress or you know how should i say adrenal fatigue or the way you want to say um,
1: altered perception i like that
0: altered perception.
1: Uh, yeah an altered perception of reality that's yeah. not true that's not true
0: it's not at all. We've
1: created this this consciousness Everybody of chaos.
0: running every day after something here in London in uh, thinking that they're going to achieve more and they're more successful. And the more they run after something, <laughs> the more they lose the, the core of our human being, the love, the, the attachment mm-hmm. for family, the real true values for life. And this is not good. And I see the way it's happening. And this is, for me, a precursor thought of just... Mm-hmm. Living this place at some point, but let's.
1: Yeah. See. let's well, see. I, can, I can see that you're, you're already making such massive success, and it's gonna become a, you know reality really soon. Well,
0: you know, God and bless, man- amen. Let's see what's gonna happen. Gonna what's
1: manifest it, manifest, it, manifest it, project projected to manifest it. Remember that
0: that's true, but I'm not sure if, if I really want to be here in London forever. Like, that's that's one sure thing. I would like to be able to travel more and inspire people with my podcast and inspire people with uh, all I can do online like everyone else because obviously this is one of the best jobs out there. But the, the, the reason even I started this podcast, of course, I would like to be successful is that I know that I have so many amazing, inspirational people around me. And even myself, I went through terrible experiences in life. And I would like to share with people so they, they can maybe get empowered and also my, my guests too you know, get all this inspiration and motivation from what you awesome. have to say.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Well, it's only, only a pleasure. If I, if I can impart some wisdom through my experience so that somebody else can maybe take a step back for a moment and just reconsider the next actions, um, then I feel like I've done a service. So, awesome. yeah, happy to. Happy to. Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you all for watching Pro Body Talks. We will be bringing you more guests in my upcoming episodes. Great inspirational human beings, so stay tuned. We have a lot of valuable information that I hope will inspire you all. In the meantime, you can support us by subscribing to my Patreon account. Thank you and goodbye, everyone.